welcome to Worship at the Anvil. Good morning, fellow worshipers at the Anvil. Or afternoon, if you're listening to this in the afternoon. Or whenever, yeah. <laughs> Podcast world. Midnight, 2 a.m. Good evening, friends. I, I hope you're doing well in, in whatever you're doing. Uh, maybe one or two of you are actually running while you're listening, so... Good for you. Uh, good for you. I have been listening to a book on uh, Scandinavian peoples while I while I run hmm. lately, because I'm a I'm a nerd. I don't think we've yeah. covered that <laughs> quite thoroughly in my philosophy and and all that. No. Um, I've had hmm. a had a really interesting. Uh, speaking about being a nerd, had a really interesting experience just a couple of days ago. Okay. I. Um, as we mentioned on a previous episode, I was featured on an international television program, <laughs> and it ha- it airs on reruns. Yeah, and every Ooh. once in a while, I get contacts. Oh, well, I funny. got contacted by a family in Germany. Ooh, and it was it was really cool because I, mean, I have a very German last name. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, Oh, I didn't introduce myself. For those of you, if this is your first episode, I'm Jeremiah Bachhaus. And I'm joined with my friend. Matt Berger. Who also has a German name. Yeah. Uh, so the, it aired in Germany, and I had somebody contact me, and it just, you can, I could understand from the broken English and the spelling of words, like, oh, they're definitely German. So I responded in German. Oh. Um, and I apologize, because I'm sure... They read it and Your were German like, my like German looked English. like their English. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I've been, I spent a lot of time in the, over the last year uh, yeah. trying to relearn Russian. Oh, um, because growing up in Alaska, I love Russian language. Sure. So I, um, so to shift gears back into <laughs> German has been, has been kind of interesting. I bet. Yeah, that's interesting. And then it's really nice to have contacts with with more people mm-hmm. uh, in in Europe, and I enjoy that. I'm um, uh, my best friend from childhood, yeah. probably closest friend, lives in Sweden, Ooh, yeah. um, which is Scandinavia, not <laughs> not Switzerland, which is mainland Europe. That's a, that's a very commonly mis misunderstood uh, thing. Yeah. Which is kind of fun to go go out with him. And you're like, yeah, he lives in Sweden. And they're like, oh, they've got big mountains there, and I love skiing. I'm like, no, that's, no, that's Switzerland. That's yeah. the Schweiz. No, this is the country <laughs> where you have to make all of your furniture one piece at a time. Right, with really funny letters involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Picture instructions and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's just been kind of cool having having that that global relationship. Um, kind of fostered which was really really cool that's really awesome yeah i can't really say i have any similar experiences i well yeah become a bigger nerd and then you'll, <laughs> and, and you'll get those life goals <laughs> <laughs> i spent most of my childhood becoming less of a nerd <laughs> it doesn't pay bills but it pays off being a big nerd <laughs> that's yeah yeah but um, yeah, so the the global community, and that that's I guess that's kind of a, a springboard. I mentioned yeah. European, I mentioned Russian. Um, it's it's a very troubling time in the world right now, and I think it it, is. it, it would be 
unfair or deliberately putting our head in the sand to not kind of talk about right. at least an aspect of of what's going on in the world right now. I would agree. Um, it's a challenging conversation to have. Um, oftentimes, you know, emotions get involved. And if my emotions come out, I apologize. But it's there's a lot going on and it's, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty and there's just, you know, lots of, in my opinion, more questions than there are answers to questions. Sure. And that, that can be challenging because I think a lot of people just want the answers. And if an answer is given, then that's what they'll go with. Um, whether, whether it's the right answer or not. And, yeah. and I think that's kind of important. People are looking for, for without a full amount of information right and then they're they're reacting to to that so i want to be very clear we're not talking about any of the politics that are involved no in in all that stuff going on right um because there are people and it's their calling and their job to to deal with that that kind of thing we right i think we need to talk about kind of some of the reactions that happened yeah to this to keep ourselves rather rather focused and and keep us focused on what we know on what <laughs> on what we know yeah and and keep it focused on our Christian walk yeah because some of the things that we're seeing happening can be divergent yes. from that and and, yep. and it's very easy to get get caught up into an emotional reaction right that actually isn't in line with our Christian convictions mm-hmm. or is a misappropriation of, of our convictions. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Um, to, to put it in a way that, I mean, one of the things that I think is like the very base of this is that we, not we, like Jeremiah and Matt, but as a society, we, we want to apply who's right and who's wrong or good and evil and find two sides to things just so that it's simple so that we know right. without actually knowing the, the fullness of what's going on how to feel about something or what we should be doing in order to make our decision. If we don't know what's going on, we need a what's right, what's wrong, what's black, what's white, like we need a clear cut answer. Right. Try and try and turn it into a mo- moral binary basically. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, make it as simple as possible because mm-hmm. I in social media we we are all essentially expected to have an opinion. It, we're all expected to have the right opinion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so we develop that without knowing much unfortunately a lot of the time. Uh, we think we might know something cuz we read articles or watched news but do we really right and then when you don't when you don't have a, a very cogent argument yeah and I, I mean that i mean argument in a very neutral way just a, a cogent set of reasons for why you you are yeah now you just go into gestures you go <laughs> you go into a large action and yeah. then you and, and then you can show that you are morally in the right, right, based on whatever opinion is swaying the the masses at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I guess like a cup, an example of what you're talking about 
would be uh, showing on social media that you're dumping your vodka out. Right. That's something that's been going on. And it's just like, okay, I get it. It, it, You're trying to show support for a a group of people that you feel is being treated not well. I get it. That makes sense. Um, But the, the action of making sure everyone sees it and what you're doing is not exactly right there there are a number of things that are coming coming into play right here yeah you know it does stolichnia have anything to do with the the military actions probably not yeah you right. know and and are there people who work for them? But is it? But if I have Svedka vodka, is that better? Or yeah, it's worse? actually Swedish. I, just well, so yeah, <laughs> I know Svedka is Swedish vodka, so it's like I'm not going to dump out my Svedka, <laughs> right? And Tito's, they're Texan, they're right out, y'all. <laughs> um, you know, because there there are atrocities yeah. that are happening, right? Okay, Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, pray for them and for the people there. And I mm-hmm. have, um, I have friends in Ukraine. I've I've lost contact with them years before this sure. happened, but but they uh, one of them is a is a man of fighting age, so I guarantee he's still there. Yeah, um, and I pray for him. Uh, but going on social media and again pouring out stolichnia is not really going to be a big thing. That's that's more like virtue signaling than it is right. an actual statement or understanding of, of what's actually going on. Like I I disagree with what Russia's doing. Okay. Personally that's me, my statement. I disagree with what Russia's doing, okay? Right. But for me to go and do that is not about a statement of disagreeing or coming up with reasons why or explaining to somebody why what Russia is doing is incorrect. That's just to say, hey, look how good I am that I disagree with Russia. And if I remember correctly, there once were two men who went to the temple to pray. And one stood in the front and thanked God that he was not like other men, that he fasted twice a week, and that he especially wasn't like that other guy who stood at a distance and beat his breast yeah. and said, Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. You know, when we, when we get wrapped up in this virtue signaling type stuff, and, and social media is, is a cesspool for that kind mm-hmm. of activity, yeah. it becomes about the show right. rather than everything that exists underneath there. Yeah. And and really when you don't have a strong foundation all you're left with is the physical show, right? And the philosophy that undergirds that is called materialism. Mhm. All that all that really is kind of undergirding this this social media showmanship is pure materialism because I dump out this material I am therefore morally good and and it's it's vapid it's empty it it doesn't actually mean anything so I think we should talk about some of the content that goes into these decisions whether whether you you have Stolichna or Svetka or you know for maybe you're a, a a a Somebody who doesn't drink alcohol, okay? Uh, so we can pick anything else. We can pick right. whatever yeah. and talk about why we do business with them, why we don't do business with them, and, and sure. how that that becomes part of our, our discussion. 
absolutely um so for myself it this brings to mind i have i have one company that i i choose not to do business with okay um they have a very good product and i've enjoyed their product in the past um but they use their platform which you know that's another topic in itself just having a platform but they use their their popularity their customer base in order to advance a an agenda of things that i don't agree with they they have become fairly political mm-hmm. and their product is not politics it is right. a, a sellable good and they they use that as almost like a sales tactic in order to sell more sure to reach their consumers so i choose not to do business with them because they tell me what they're doing with their money and i can't support those actions okay um but like i said it's it's one company and i even struggle with that sometimes because i'm just like does it really matter like is is my you know, like I, I justify it by saying I'm being a good steward with the gifts God gave me to the best of my ability by right. not using my funds to purchase their product that supports what they're doing. Um, but at the same time, it's just like, is that really helpful? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does, does it make an impact? I guess is the question you're yeah, asking. Yeah. It, you know, maybe, it, maybe not. Yeah. Right. And at the same time, like making, we, we try to make our decisions the best we can with the information we have. Right. And for most companies, I don't know what their politics are. I don't want to know what their politics are because they're selling me a product. I want to know that that product is good. I can use it. I can afford it. And you know, it's, it's, I'm buying a product. I'm not buying the company. Right. Oh, that's a, that's a huge thing. You're buying the product, not the company. Right. So you're, that's I, I really appreciate the the mental exercise that you went through in in doing that, and I think there's a lot of value in in doing that exercise, so that yeah. you can you can plumb the depths of your own philosophy, right? As you as you approach the the use of of what whatever these goods are, yeah, you know, um, and and there's going to be a subjective nature to this, and I'm usually against subjectivism. <laughs> Okay, but there is there there is a point at which it tips yeah. where you you know there can be a buildup of information that you get mm-hmm. you get, and then there's a preponderance of evidence, and you're like I can't I can't yeah. do business with them anymore because right. I disagree with so many of these other things. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, there was uh, uh, growing up there was the the, the urban legends because I, I grew up before the internet. <laughs> um. <laughs> that's why you're not going to find all my stupid stuff posted <laughs> on social media. Uh, but it was always like, well, this company is owned by a Satanist. Oh, you yeah, know? Right. Uh, and so it, it, like it's it severely influenced some of the things that happen in my house. Sure. Is, is there evidence for that? I don't think so. Right. But the product, like the product I'm speaking of specifically was a shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it was the only one that we could find that had the travel bottles. So when we got uh, shipped off to summer camp or yeah, whatever, that's, that's what we had. And they were like, 
Like it, it <laughs> washed my hair. You know, it didn't mean that that I was in the back or in the basement digging a hole for for illicit things. Right. You know, right. it. it so it becomes where the evidence leads you, and yeah. then your convictions right. therefrom. Yeah. So, like this this business that you're you're talking about, yeah. uh, I'm I'm familiar with them as well. Yeah. You know, I've had I've had the product given to me. I haven't done business with this with this company, and I, I personally as well choose not to do business with them. Yeah. Because I think there's a a, um, a disconnect. Mm-hmm. in or, or a duality to to this business where they're um they will rail against the concept of hate speech and then turn right, right around and use it right and right. and oh. and so i think that's uh, inconsistency is like a number one pet peeve for me yeah, yeah. but then um of course i'm inconsistent with myself pet peeve against myself right so I, I, I choose to do the same mm-hmm. as you. Now, mm-hmm. here, here's, here's a flip side. As a business owner, sure, I do business with a lot of people. Yeah. And there are some people that I have talked to and come to realize we are extremely opposite. Sure. On, on our um, dogmatics, on our worldview, on all this kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm selling a product. Right. I, I have bills to pay. They have money they want to give me. Right. Am I endorsing their lifestyle, politics, decisions by mm. selling them a product? Sure. You That's, don't know what they're going to use it for necessarily. I, I don't know. Am I culpable right. for what they do with my product? And uh, I, I wrestle with this quite a, quite a bit. I um, can imagine. And, and again, in national news, this is something that gets wrestled with quite a bit. Right. You know, right. Is, is the maker of something responsible for what the user does? <laughs> right. You know? Right. Um, I don't think so. Yeah. I'm, I am tasked with making my product the best that I can. Yep. And to market it honestly. Mm-hmm. And and uh, with integrity, right? And then if somebody wants to do business with me, whether their politics or religion align, well, they can do business with me. They're not filling out an application, right? And it's not an endorsement. They are not endorsing me, right? They're not purchasing me, like you said. They're yeah. they're buying the product, they're buying a product, and yeah. then it can go on from there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're, we're talking a lot about moral decision-making essentially and what that, right. what that means and what that looks like. Um, so there's a, there's a book that recently came out that was written by a, a comedian, TV producer. Um, um, his name is Mike Shore. He's been, you know, involved in projects like the office and the good place and oh, okay. a few other things. Um, but so he, he's a funny guy. I appreciate his humor a lot. Um, the book that he wrote, though, it it's about how to make the right decision in today's society, essentially, because what he comes down to is you can't make a morally correct decision, period, because oh. if you're choosing to buy XYZ product, you don't know 
the person who made it and their entire life story. They're probably a bad person somewhere. They've done something wrong. Mm -hmm. Or the person that owns the company, you don't know who actually owns the company, who operates it. Where did the material come from that they made the product with? Right. Was it like in a lot of larger manufacturers that produce goods in China with child labor? Like, is that where it came from? Like, is that the right moral decision to buy that product and use that product? Right. So in his in his philosophy, like anybody who's listening on a, like a, a, an Apple or a Samsung <laughs> or off of their computer, right? Every you're all morally yeah culpable in in making right. a bad decision because yeah of all those things. Major- oh my goodness! Majority of our the goods in our house don't come from the United States. Most of it's manufactured somewhere else, and even just the the use of the fuel to transport that good um i there's there's a local company that makes the containers for um sanitization wipes Mm -hmm. and those get shipped everywhere but then you buy them at your local store but i guarantee you that container was shipped to wherever they manufacture the wipes could be could be across the country, could be across the world, and then ship back to the store half a mile from where the <laughs> the container was made. Right, and like, so thus damaging right, this, that, the other thing, using carbon consumables. footprint and just yeah. like all that stuff, and you know, <laughs> doing doing the most good with the or the least harm, I should say, doing yeah. the least harm in the decisions that we make is essentially what his book is about. And it, when it comes down to it, he's just like you just have to make. Do the best you can. That's what the. So I'm I'm familiar with the the creator of this. Yeah. I I, I, I didn't get into the office. I just, <laughs> I just couldn't do it. But I did watch the Good Place because yeah. it was heavy philosophy. Yeah. Again, see above nerd. nerd. <laughs> um. And and right. this this kind of concept came up actually repeatedly. Oh, in, yeah. the, in in the show The Good Place. Um. Just with not knowing every story and and if 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 you approach life with empty philosophy and mm-hmm. materialism, because materialism is is again undergirds most of just human philosophy. Right. If you if right. you get into theology, mm-hmm. then you can start to see a little bit more structure, a little bit more rigidity to the undergirding. Right. But materialism is kind of it for the most part and when you approach with materialism and doing the least harm as your as your ultimate goal you're going to end up going down some some paths like this where you cannot make a right decision you cannot make a good decision an an objectively good decision right because of all the baggage that comes along with everything else that that type of thought process is going to be exactly what supports dumping out vodka it's going to be that that type mm-hmm. of philosophy that supports dumping out uh, other products because right. I disagree with their their politics mm-hmm. or or whatnot and it's it's it leaves us with nothing because your materialism that goes away encourages you to get rid of other materials and then you you literally have nothing as opposed to a decision that's based out of good teaching good philosophy and right. and we can say the same things 
like the statement of do the best that you can with what you what you've been given. Right. One hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. Be a good steward. Be a good that, steward would be how we would say it yeah. because that undergirds from a completely different concept. Even the, just mm-hmm. those words tell us we're in charge of these earthly possessions that have been given to us by God. Right. And now how I use them mm-hmm. is is an act giving glory to God in the decisions that I make. God has given me the dollars that I have in my life through the skill sets that I have, through the employment that we have, and how I use that becomes a way that I can further my life of thanksgiving to him. Or we could say worship, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And and that can be in avoiding people who will actively work against the church. Right. You know, which I would I would advise is generally speaking, pretty good idea. But if you don't know, you don't know. Yeah. Um, or deciding that you know what, if I can wash my hair with this shampoo, I can speak to more people and and be socially accepted by them, <laughs> so that they'll yeah. hear what I have to say. Right. And so then I can be more active as a as a believer in that fashion. Yeah. Yeah. It. It. Brings me back to um, just thinking about the verse, you know, essentially God uses all things for the good of those who love him, who are called by his Who have been called according to his purpose. To his purpose. And it's just like he, there's some pretty evil things in this world, Mm -hmm. but I guarantee you there are people that are closer to God because of them. Oh, okay flesh that out (laughs) so people can go through some pretty terrible things in their life whether it was something that they did or something someone else did Mm -hmm. um but that can be a cause for them to either come back to god or potentially be exposed to god in a way that they've never been exposed to god before sure um and that's hard for us to wrap our minds around because how does good come out of evil? Well, only with God's grace. Yeah. <laughs> so I think sometimes that verse is used to just be like, say, yeah, whatever, just go with it because God's going to use it for good anyway. Yeah, which there's is a not, dismissive nature. Yeah. yeah, which is not necessarily the appropriate way to do it. But if you look at it as a yes, but God uses these circumstances um, for his, you know, his yeah. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. I I see where you're going. Then I I, I follow you. Like I, I see it as a heartfelt prayer. Yeah. That God uses all things, even this awful thing, right, for His purposes. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I dig that. I think that's a really cool application of the verse. It's it can be challenging to acknowledge that. Because we see the we see the good, we see the evil, and we just say that's evil, right? And we just can't have it. And and starting with it from a 
a New Testament, a Romans that's from from Romans, yeah. uh, perspective. That's that's not typically how we do that. Like we right. can we can as Christians we can look at the Old Testament and be like, <laughs> oh, God used Babylon to judge Israel, and you yeah. know they're evil, but but that was God doing it, and that's sure. Old Testament, so we can see that. And but Romans is New Testament, mm-hmm. where it's all sunshines and roses all the time, <laughs> instead of like the actual hard work that we have to go through, yeah. and the awful things that we experience in life we and others experience in life but but it's the same god who's yeah. using these experiences right. to bring his people to him yeah that's a very profound point that's a very good point to and especially to consider in in the situation that we're talking about right right um and then of course understanding our role <laughs> in that as yeah. Christians, as believers, as as Christ followers, we are those who have been called according to His purposes. Right. So we don't sit back and and just point at where people other people are getting it wrong. We're also active in trying to to help and to bring Jesus and to bring healing, and and I'm going to use the word understanding. Yeah. On a very shallow level. Mm-hmm. Um, to what's going on. Not like we can sit down and have these deep philosophical <laughs> conversations with everybody. Yeah. But we can we can try and help in the way that the Lord enables us. Right. And there are a lot of different ways that we can do that. Yeah. As we start, we've, we've gone kind of down. We're, I, I want to think we're starting <laughs> to, to come back up to, yeah. to the... To Kind of the surface level stuff that we talked about with the pouring out and the and the troubles going on in, yeah. in Eastern and Europe. Everyone lighting up all their LED lights with blue and yellow and all this stuff. It's just like you you want to show your support. Mm-hmm. And and there certainly are ways to do that. Yeah, and it, the, I mean we can't forget the most powerful thing we have, which is prayer (laughs) yeah like that that's important um to focus on that and showing that you support by lighting up i it just is it doing anything i don't know well it could be maybe it it, it could be like like if i if i get the blue and yellow thing and set that out as a reminder for me to pray for them, sure. To 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 take the opportunities that I have to do meaningful right. help, and prayer is meaningful help. Yeah. Then it is. But if I if I put that out and just put it on social media and all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff, then it becomes the show. Right. And 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 it it can be me trying to remind other people, mm-hmm. or it can be me buying into shallow materialism, empty materialism, yeah. and the show becomes the thing itself rather than something more important sure. in in this situation too i think it's important to remember to pray for the civilians in russia oh yeah it's not just pray for ukraine it's pray yeah. for russia too uh, with some of the things that you hear about it's just you we need to be praying for all those involved um we can acknowledge when evil is present but pray for everyone right they're all children of God. <laughs> Absolutely. Whether whether they they have been allowed to hear that message right. or not. Right. Because a lot of well, behind the iron curtain they were not oh, yeah. allowed to hear that. Mm-hmm. And so they're they're left with a lot of of emptiness over yeah. there. And so you know, certainly certainly pray for them in 
in what's going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I pray for everybody who's also listening to our podcast who kind of made it through and kind of went through the, the windy path um, of this episode. Because th- this was a difficult episode for us to, to try and wrap our minds around. Yeah. Um, yeah. This, this episode actually got a little bit more scripted than, <laughs> than some other ones. Even though you can't tell, <laughs> um, but it's trying to del- deal with these things kind of delicately because yeah. we don't want to slander anybody, right? In in our work, but we want to let people know that there are pitfalls that you, as a consumer, you as a Christian, can look for and yeah. make an educated decision and a faithful decision based upon information right. rather than emotion. Empty emotion, I'll say. <laughs> yeah, and 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 live a life worshipfully that way. Are you you agree with my? I do. Assessment I do. so far. I mean, purchasing items to help your family live their daily life and be able to serve God is a worshipful thing. Absolutely. Making the best decision you have with the information that you have is. It can be worshipful um, about the products you use. Um, And it's kind of a, you know, there's there's no black and white line here. There's a lot of gray area on to what you can and shouldn't do. Um, So it's, it's, it's your attitude towards it and what, how you, how you choose to make those decisions as long as it's in accordance with, you know, your relationship with God. Right. The uh, The advice that was given is each one of you should give according to his ability and what mm-hmm. he has decided in his own heart. We hear that in, in regards to our offerings, yeah, to, specifically to the, the work of church, but yeah. that is also true in our commerce mm-hmm. at large. What is between you and God and what are the convictions of your heart yeah. And and have the convictions. I guess that would be that would be the encouragement that I would my parting salvo would be have the convictions based on reasons right. rather than going with the flow um and just being part of a, of a show mm-hmm. with with no real undergirding. Yeah. So Heavy one, heavy one today. Um, <laughs> certainly, prayers for for everybody who is suffering in in this time, which is pretty much the whole world. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and Lord, just hoping that the Lord is believing that the Lord is with us. Yeah. In in these situations. Yeah. So, friends, thank you for joining us for a little bit of hard work at the Anvil today. Um, I, I pray that you get a chance to have some deep thoughts and to, to do a little bit of that work and, and explore your life and how you can can make worshipful decisions. Don't forget to follow, rate, review, leave a five-star rating, let us know what you think, and if you have any ideas on what we could talk about next, please share them with us. Have a good week. Thank you for joining us today at The Anvil. Please follow, rate, and review. 
If you have a topic you would like us to discuss, drop it in the comments. We'll be back again soon with more Worship at the Anvil. Worship wherever you are and in all that you do.